All right, hello guys. Another edition of Lumia Sports today, the Christmas Day review. I'm joined again by Dom. What it do, everybody? We had a five for five day. I'm excited to talk about today. I should have won in betting, man. <laughs> man, it was a pretty, it was a pretty predictable. I should have too, except for one game. It's pretty predictable yeah. day. Um. I, not predictable, and that was a little it was a little more lopsided than you would want, but we'll, we'll get into all of that um, and why we think that is. The first game, Heat-Pelicans to start off the day at noon. Everyone just woke up, the presents turned on Heat-Pelicans, and, you know, at the beginning, the Pelicans were there, they were there. Then the Heat started taking over around halftime, and the Pelicans came back, but in the fourth quarter, kind of fell apart. Um, Jimmy Butler didn't even play after halftime, but Duncan Robinson went crazy in the first half hitting an NBA um, Christmas Day record with six threes and a half. He ended up with 23 to lead the Heat. Ben had 17. Um, Drogic, 18 off the bench, and three other players in double figures for the Heat. For the Pelicans, it was Zion Williamson playing an amazing game. I think I saw the second highest amount for a rookie under 21 with 32 points, 14 rebounds. Brandon Ingram had 28, and it was nobody else helping them out. Um, Dom, what did you see in this game? So when I made my prediction, literally what what I said came to fruition, I was like, this game's going to come down to um, Dragic, Tyler, and Duncan versus Lonzo, Bledsoe, and um, Redick. And Dragic had 18, and Duncan had 23, whereas – Lonzo had six, Blesso had five, and Reddick had eight. Uh, New Orleans just doesn't have a lot of scores outside of Ingram and Zion. Um, you know, Zion, you know, had 32. Ingram had 28. Ingram, you know, he started – they both started struggling towards the end. Um, I think Zion had, like, six points in the fourth quarter, missing everything, and then Ingram had none in the fourth quarter, missing everything. So – when your two best scorers can't score in the fourth quarter. I was telling I was I was saying, like, when we were talking about the game, I was like, okay, I see that the that the Pelicans are fighting back, but I don't think they have I don't think they have it in them to like fight all the way back. They just don't seem like a comeback team to me. They seem like a team where when they're up, they have a they have a solid chance of winning, but when they're down, you know, it's not it's just not much it's just not much scoring on that team. Because they're a good defensive team. Like, you know, Lonzo's good at defense. Bledsoe's good at defense. Ingram couldn't even hold his own. But the thing with this game was just Jimmy didn't even do anything, and they lost by 13. Yeah, Jimmy didn't play in the second Tyler, Tyler, Tyler only had 11. Tyler shot awful, and they lost by 13. I mean, the game was right there. It got to six in the fourth quarter. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, they're going to do this and make my pick right. And then Ingram came in and did nothing. Um, he's yeah. super telling me four free from three, but he missed all the big ones. I don't even know how to explain it. It was like they would just be right there, right there, right there, and he would suck. But I mean, <laughs> the big problem is, man, if you're going to build a team on defense and have no scorers, you can't have JJ Reddick. You just can't. It just makes no sense. And he was a minus 27 in 24 minutes. So they were going at him whenever he was out there, and then he wasn't hitting threes. And I'm going to tell you why. I mean, the big thing that I didn't even think about I'm heading into this game, um, and I probably wouldn't have picked the Heat anyway, but it was something that I didn't see in game one. 
Avery Bradley made his debut this game. Um, uh. He was – yep, he was on him every time. And it really destroyed <laughs> everything. Like, it destroyed everything. I was like, oh, man, Avery Bradley really the key. And he just was all over J.J. Redick. And I'm just watching, like, all right, well, why are you out here? You know, if you can't do the one thing you can do, I mean, you're just getting burnt on defense. It was either, you know, he was getting burnt in the half court or in the, or in the full court, he was just fouling people. It was, it was dude, the he fouled is, out of the game. Think about that. 24 <laughs> minutes. The thing is, JJ's the X factor of the team because he's the, he's, he's the only one. Well, he's not the only one because Lonzo can do it occasionally and even Bledsoe can do it occasionally. But of the backup scores, JJ's like the most likely one where you'll either get like a like a eight point game like to like uh yesterday, or you can get a twenty three point game like you got the first game. If he's if he scores twenty three along with Ingram and Zion scoring well, they're gonna win. If he scores eight then even if Ingram and Zion play well, unless Lonzo or Bledsoe step it up. Like, Josh had 12, but, like, you know, that's what he's going to do. He's going to give you about 12, 15, like somewhere between, like, 10 and 15. He was solid, played decent defense. But, like, it really has to be one of the three. I don't trust Lonzo or Bledsoe enough to do it. Bledsoe wasn't doing it in uh in Milwaukee. And, like, like we saw in the playoffs – Bledsoe can't guard Dragic. Like like you were telling me, they had to put Lonzo on Dragic. Like, Bledsoe can't do it. So, you know. It's just JJ, got, JJ has to score in order for them to win. And that's why he's there. Like, I see why he's there. They do need somebody else that can score. But if he has a bad game, he's useless. But you could say the same about, like, a Duncan. If Duncan were to have had a bad game, then, you know, you saw in the finals, they, they attack him every play. So if he's not making his threes, he's just as useless as JJ. I just think Duncan's better at this point in his career. Duncan's taller too, so he's gonna get the shot up easier. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the problem with JJ is that the problem with this team is that they have one point guard, and that point guard can't really score. <laughs> so, yeah, I see now. I see the arrow in my ways. Um, so good. The re- out there fighting, he's doing all he could. The reason they won the first game is JJ. He had 23. If he's going to score 23, they're going to win. No. Oh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> on to the game where we told you guys to skip, and there was a reason. Um, and I want to give him credit, man. Bucks, Warriors. The Warriors kind of fought for a half. They kept it interesting enough for me to watch um, until, you know, everyone just remembered that they suck. Um, Bucks ended up winning 138-99. I mean, it was was a game where Giannis didn't even really try. He had 15, 13 rebounds. He couldn't. They were just – they were guarding him, so that was fine. But Chris Middleton was like, okay, y'all just want to stick on him. And y'all can't get rebounds. Just keep passing out here to me. Six of eight from three, 31 points for Chris. And they had one, two, three, four, five other players in double figures. Um, almost a sixth in front Forbes. Uh, they shot 54% from the field, 54% from three. Um, and it was just it was just an all-around beatdown. To make things worse, the Warriors had six less turnovers and lost by 40. Oh, my so God. They shot 34% from the field, 22% from three, 10 of 40 
five. Curry wasn't great. I mean, he was six of 17, you know, from the field, two of 10 from three. But, man, man, Wiggins sucks, and I've admitted that. Can you admit this? Can you admit that Oubre sucks yeah. too? No, I'm, I'm ready. I was ready to say. I was really ready to say, man. Like the whole the whole thing that the, the whole reason this team was supposed to be any sort of decent was because Kelly was supposed to be better than this, man. It's it's only been two games and stuff like that, but he looking he looking real bad right now, man. Wiggins looking bad. Wiseman's the only other player on this team that's really contributing anything. And when I was watching, yeah, yeah, he's good. It's only his second game. He already the second best player on the team. It's pretty bad. But I think actually might be rookie of the year at this rate. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. But um, nah, one of the reasons why I saw, you know, why Middleton was just going off, the team's just short. The team's short. They can't defend. They can't can't shoot. shoot. They can't (laughs) rebound. They can't do anything. (laughs) And then on top of it all, they're not even smart enough to make the right play. Steph be be trying, man. Steph be like, yo, I'm open. Hey, he be setting these screens for everybody for Kelly to go run into three people. (laughs) (laughs) Or brick up a three. At that, bro, at that point, bro, they might as well just land out Russell, man. If they just if Kelly just gonna run into three people, man, they might as well just got Russell. Russell would Russell at least knows what to do with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like Kelly, Kelly went out there and was selling. But yeah, we knew what the outcome was gonna be. And and like I was just telling you earlier, man, I, I'm really interested to see the Warriors versus the Bulls. Like I really want to know how bad this team is. I don't know who I'm predicting for that game at all like the Warriors are really a horrible team I I some of my friends that were telling me you know I think Steph overrated they watched that game last night they was like damn I feel bad for him like this really the worst team I've ever seen like like I know LeBron's team that he took to the finals is bad but damn (laughs) it was better than this Harden's team when 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 everybody got hurt that he took to the playoffs it was better than this. Chris Paul was under last year. It's better than this. Yeah. All those teams were built with a purpose of making their best player, you know. Yeah. At least let their best player go off. The problem with these dudes is if you're going to have Steph Curry, right? Yeah. And he's going to be the greatest, like, shooter of all time. Yeah. Uh, you need other people who can shoot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. You need other people that can shoot or defend or rebound. Yeah, or, or do pass. something. Um, or just to, just to pass. They can't even pass. <laughs> they no, can't nope. do anything. Nah, they can't set really screens. Can't. <laughs> Steph led the team with six assists. The next highest player was Wanamaker with two. Um, Wiseman had eight rebounds. Wiggins had six. We know Wiggins oh, is trash. And um, so to, really, to really fully – picture how bad it was. I mean, Wiggins, 6 of 18, 0 for 4 from deep. Um, you know, zero assists. Um, Their third highest score. Yep, third highest score. And there's Ubre, 1 of 10, 0 for 5. <laughs> 10 overs, 1 assist. Bro, I've never seen a team that nobody can shoot, pass, rebound, or defend, or set screens, or do anything. 
Like, it's Except really tragic. Except for Wiseman. They're missing Draymond bad. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they need to start Draymond and put Uber right on the bench. Yes. I don't know. They might need to put Wiggins on the bench, honestly. I try Ubre first to see if there's anything there. <laughs> and then if there's not, just be like, all right, Ubre on the board. Wiggins to the bench. Ubre will start till we can trade him. Some, them, man. Yeah, one of them. One of them need to go on the bench. At this point, both of them might. And let, let's just let my man Swan start, man. He fight. He fighting for them starter minutes, bro. <laughs> Let's take Pascal out the starting lineup, too, because all I've seen him do is goal 10. Pascal actually on offense looks decent. He at least he at least can get to the basket and do something. Yeah. Like he knows what he can and can't do. Wiggins still doesn't know what he can and can't do. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but enough of that. Um, Nets, Celtics, man. You said which – okay, you said uh, Nets Celtics now? Yep, Nets Celtics. The Nets end up winning 123-95. to 95. Um, This game was real – I mean, at halftime, it was only a three-point lead, and Boston was up 54-51. And then, man, oh, man, KD and Kyrie just went crazy. And Kyrie was going crazy a little before half. They had to have went nuts. Kyrie ended up with 37 points, 7 of 10 from deep, 13 of 20 shooting, and 8 assists out there with only one turnover. Also, 6 rebounds. Katie, 29 points, 9 of 16 shooting, 3 for 4 from deep, 9 free throws as well, and he made 8 of them. Uh, only one other player had double figures, and that was Chris LeVert, and it didn't matter. Um, they just blew the Celtics out by 30 points. Jalen Brown fought. He had 27 um, eight rebounds. It was on 11 to 25 shooting, but he had to shoot. Um, Tatum was shooting a lot of bad shots out there. 20 points, nine to 22, but that's, I mean, it's what he does. Um, yeah. <laughs> Marcus Smart at 13. Um, he had six assists, but again, four of 12 shooting. Uh, Dom, what'd you see in this one? So again, it was just exactly what we predicted. Nobody can stop them. We already knew that they had the two, the two best players on the court. Um, like, I thought that – like, the reason why I picked the Boston over Milwaukee was because – I mean, I didn't know DiVincenzo was going to be as good. But, you know, I thought Giannis would be the only person that could score, really. So, I was like, there's not much else help. But, like, on here, if it's going to be if it's gonna be Tatum and Brown versus Kyrie and Durant, like, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> They went to the Eastern Conference Finals, man. They're they're a good team. They're fighting. They'll get there. They'll get there eventually, but not this year. <laughs> not with these two dudes hanging around. And then even if these two were to have a bad game, man, Laverne only took eight shots and made five. Laverne yeah. is really capable of going off. And what I saw, what I really saw, man, was that Jared Allen's a monster off the bench. Like he really, he's really crazy off the bench, man. Like it's like we'll talk about this game later, but like the way that Zubac is way more like effective off the bench. That's Allen. It's the same thing. Yeah, Jared Allen, nine points, eleven boards off the bench. It also just leaves DeAndre Jordan out there with starters, and he can just do his job, which is just get a couple alley oops. Yeah. 
couple rebounds. Man, they took one away. It was crazy. The first alley-oop he had was nutty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, was I was like, I didn't even know he could still do that. Like that. Tristan was right there. <laughs> yep, he was right there in nowhere. And man, you know what? Yeah, we knew. We we knew what the Nets could do, but for me, it was still a lot. I was I was trying to text Dom and I was like, man, it's incredible. He's like, we knew this was gonna happen. I was like, yeah, but still watching it. Because yeah. it's just like it really is it's just LeBron and Kyrie. It, that's what like that's what I was saying. Like when we when we were talking about the Brooklyn. Like when we were doing the Atlantic Division, I was like, "It don't matter, bro." Durant's there. Durant's literally the piece that makes it all work. <laughs> like, I mean, but Ky- the thing is, is like, first off, Kyrie looks like an all defensive team player now. It's, it's actually ridiculous. Like he really just guarding people, and like, yeah, intensely. And I'm like, well, what the hell? But we we know when he's invested, then you know. When he's invested, then he definitely puts on his best defensive, mm-hmm. best defensive suit. And it's like all of them too. All of them playing defense. Joe Harris, man, I laughed at his contract. Like, what is he doing? He's perfect for this team because. Yeah. And I'll get more into this later. I learned a lot about basketball yesterday, even through all these blowouts. Joe Joe Harris is just there, starting, unselfish, knows what to do, and knows when he can do things. Like there was a stretch where Katie's just taking over the game. He's taking over the game. I think they finally got like a one-point lead. Joe Harris just gets the ball in transition, just goes right in for a foul. And that's all he has to do. He just has to get nine points and not turn it over. And that's what he does every night. And if he's going to do that, you have problems because he won't get killed on defense because he knows DeAndre Jordan's back there and he knows KD's around somewhere. And if Kyrie's going to try, you you know, there's not really many places you can go. So you saw Jalen Brown trying to attack him, and there's just nowhere to attack. And, I mean, it was like Kyrie early was like, all right, I'm going to keep this in this. I'm going to keep this in this. And it wasn't like he was trying all that hard. He was just doing Kyrie things. And then KD right after halftime said, all right, let me just start scoring. Let me just start getting Tristan Thompson on screens. And normally, you know, center on, you know, a wing player or whatever the fuck you call Kevin Durant. He's a wing player. Normally yeah. that's like, all right, you know, at least I'll have the height advantage. Nope. People were just like, get Tristan off of him. Then all of a sudden, Grant Williams on the switch, and I was like, yeah, he's just going to keep shooting over these dudes because they're too short, and, you know, they, they don't want to get blown by. And so when that started happening, man, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dom was trying to text me in the fourth, and I was like, bro, these, these teams both already know this game's over. They did because yeah. the second Kyrie, Kyrie and KD came back in the game, it was even more over. They were just playing around. I mean yeah. – I just, I just – It also goes back to, you know, what I said the first game about Grant Williams out there. I see – I kind of see why he has to be there because he can make a decent play. But, damn it, they just go and attack him every time they see him on defense. I like Ojale out there more. He No, Ojale is definitely better. The problem the problem why, why Grant has to play way more than he should is because Kemba's not playing. So, you're missing a rotation piece. So I think if Kemo played, then he would get less minutes. Like for some reason, I see I saw the starting lineup, bro. I saw Tristan and Tice out there. I was like, oh, this not gonna work. <laughs> not with Durant out there. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't. That's not gonna work at all. 
it's not going to work at all. It took, it took like three minutes. They were like, all right, T. <laughs> all right, T, you don't need to come in here. <laughs> like, I think they took Tristan out. They was like, hell no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I stand by. Yeah, I think, I, I still think Brooklyn is probably going to be the favorite in the East. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's all I learned from last night. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn, really the favorite in the East. Um, next up, Lakers versus Mavs. Lakers end up winning 138-115. Um, obviously, no Porzingis. Lucas struggled. Uh, not really. He had 27-7, and 9-19 shooting. But when I say struggle, I mean I'm changing my MVP prediction officially to Trey Young until Porzingis comes back. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I'm done. I'm off. It, it only because they put him in prime time twice and he got two quick L's. That's not really fine. <laughs> it just isn't. It, it really is not. Yeah. Because it really because now people see. Oh, it's Porzingis. I was having this discussion yesterday. And people were like, "I told you about it." People were like, "Who is it?" People were like, "Oh, Zion just has 32 in the loss." Blah blah blah. But Luca, blah blah blah, just worried about winning. I was like, bro, he has a better team. And they're like. Wait, but they don't present us right now. I was like, yeah, but all last year they did. Whatever the other case may be. Yeah. <laughs> You're seeing right now the Mavs would not be a playoff team without Kristaps, and that's all you need to know. We um, saw the we saw against the Clippers as when when Kristaps was there, they were about to go to the finals, or at least play the Lakers. They were yeah. definitely beating Denver too. As yeah. soon as Kristaps went hurt, Luca was still putting up forty. <laughs> he was putting up forty and losing. Yeah. He was looking like he was looking straight like Trey. Mm-hmm. That's really how Trey be looking out there, putting up 30, 30 and 10 and losing. They were like the 15th seed, and yeah. Trey averaged 30 and 10. Looking like Beal out there, bro. Luka was just looking like them. <laughs> Same up, those type times. Um, they did put up 115. They had five of the players in double figures. I mean, they can score. So scoring not really a problem, but with no Porzingis, man, it was a layup line all game. Uh, LeBron, 22, 10 assists, seven rebounds. AD, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Everyone just was chilling. Um, the, only, the only people playing hard was really Schroeder, 18 and 6 to me, and Harrell had 22 and 7 rebounds. But I'm saying everyone got any shot that they wanted all game. Um, they ended up scoring 138, which let me double check. Yep, that is the most of the day. By, oh, no, the Bucks had 138 as well. So, you know. Two teams playing, two teams that didn't have any defense out there. Um, yeah. I just, you know, what what are your thoughts? Um, I was watching it in, like, the first quarter, and I in, like, the first half, and I just saw, like, AD was doing whatever he wanted. The, the reason why I picked the, the Lakers to be the Clippers the first game was just because, like, I just feel like Schroeder and Harrell, I just feel like they're going to do this all year. There's going to be on some extra tryhard shit all year. While LeBron out there vibing. Like, LeBron was literally just vibing, doing whatever he wanted, making everything look easy. Like, he was just taking – he was just taking deep threes, making it like it was no problem. He had that one alley-oop to AD where he, like, flicked it up. Yeah, where he <laughs> caught like, it and flicked it under. It was – bro, I saw it live. I was like, did he just oop that? Like, what was that? I was like, this is the greatest – player of any sport I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I don't think it gets better than this. And it was like the Mavs would come back. And then they were the Lakers were so relaxed. There would be points where I forgot LeBron wasn't out there. 
I'm like, oh, the Mavs are coming. Like, the Mavs are coming back. But I was like, it still doesn't feel – and then, oh, LeBron just walked back out there. Not really you know what, much because he doesn't have to. He just had to be there. You know what else it was, though? And we saw this in the finals, man. But if KCP can hit two threes, they're winning the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he only, he always hits the threes when they matter. He's yeah. like he's like the most clutch player on the team, honestly. It, like obviously LeBron, but like yeah. KCP really hits them every time they matter. Cause he he just he just sinks the he just makes it lower, man. Wesley ain't do much. Um, you know, he, I still know why Marcus Sauls there. I mean, I I they want him to like. Half run the offense, but he doesn't. They don't need him to. He's just out there to be smart. They, he just needs because, like, look at Golden State. So, so it doesn't like, matter. Like, look at Golden State. Like, look at Golden State. It's a bunch of dumb people out there. It's a bunch of low basketball IQ people out there. They just want somebody that knows how to play. <laughs> so, Mark's out there. He gets the ball at the top of the key. He passes to somebody, or. And you gotta give him you gotta give him credit for this. He do he do foul out every game. But he ne- but he never lets nobody just blow past him. He's just gonna grab him <laughs> every time. He, he, all six of his fouls be reaching. <laughs> like he never gonna let you just blow past him. I just so think I, it's gonna be a problem. Grab. <laughs> I just think it's gonna be a problem in the postseason, man. It will. I was just watching Dwight Powell literally keep the Mavs semi in the game just by like, oh, I got Mark on me. He went four (laughs) for four. Bro, Dwight Powell went four for four. Just think about that for a minute. (laughs) Then he hit a three, too. Yep. Hit a three. He was grooving. Yeah. We know Mark on me. LeBron out there, everything looked great. So no one's going to really notice until the playoffs. I think it's going to be, I really think it's going to be out of the rotation. Like, they're going to be but, like, oh, yeah, we can't play this, dude. What they're going to have to do is, like, they're going to do what they did against the Houston series. They're just going to put my boy – they're going to put my boy AD at uh, center. They're going to yeah. put Keith. They're going to put Keith at a power forward. Yep. And then whenever, you know, whenever they're not playing, Trezzy going to come in. But yep. Mark's going, you know. The problem with the Raptors, I don't know why they didn't just put Boucher in, like, ever. They never put Boucher in last year. They just relied on helped them win a ring, and they just it's loyalty, <laughs> man. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. And the last game of the night, um, Clippers versus Nuggets. Now, I you didn't watch this, did you? Not a second. Yeah, it sounds all right. So the Clippers came out. Um, they took a big lead at halftime. I think they were they were up 74, 55 in the second half. And then it always happens. The Nuggets just started slowly <laughs> creeping back in the game. They got back in. They got to 11, I believe. Ty Lue's out there calling. He's like, timeout, 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 timeout. Gets Kawhi back in the game. Kawhi ends up uh, scoring a couple of big buckets to kind of keep him at bay, keep him at bay. And then um, Kawhi actually went out with an injury because oh, yeah, he, got saw accident- that. Yeah, he got accidentally elbowed by um, Ibaka, bleeding pretty bad. It, it looked – I was like, geez, he okay, you know. Hopefully um, he's all right. Um, but, yeah, he had to miss the rest of the game. So then it's Paul George on the show, and then I sat up, you know, 1 a.m. There I am like, is this the one? Is this the one? But what – 
I, I, the Clippers are different, and it's really just three people. It's three people that are making them a different team. It's the reason that they keep winning games. Yeah. It's Nicholas Batum. Yup. It's Serge Ibaka, and it's Luke Kennard. And, you know, well, Paul George had 23, right? Oh, so the Clippers ended up winning the game, 121-108. Paul George had 23, um, 23 points, six turnovers, but nine assists, so whatever. Yeah. Kawhi, 21 points, uh, seven assists. Four steals. I mean, he was just—he was. There's certain points he was just like, "All right, yo, I'm not letting you do that." Um, Ibaka, 15. <laughs> um, Batum, 13 points, four assists, 10 rebounds. Um, off the bench, Zubac, huge as well. 12 points, no rebounds. 12 points, so whatever, I guess. They just kept fouling him because they had no option. They had no choice uh, but to foul him. And Kennard, 8.6 rebounds, two assists off the bench. Uh, for the Nuggets, Murray's finally got going towards the end of the game. This reason they started making that comeback. He ended up with only 23, 9 to 20 shooting. Yoga did the best he could, man. 24 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. Um, it just wasn't it just wasn't enough. And he also got to be out there all the time. Um, Barton, 15 off the bench. Morris, 13 off the bench. Before I delve into what I thought, what what are, what are your thoughts on both these teams? Well, you know. I I vehemently picked them. I didn't even think twice about it. I went to sleep before the game. I just knew they were going to win. Like, it was like that. What what I know about this team is, you know, so the first game, Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Jokic went off. You feel me? But this game, uh, Jokic and Murray went off. And Michael Porter Jr., from what I see from the stat line, was nowhere to be found. They need all three of them to score. Yeah. It can't be two of them. It can't it cannot be two of them. All three of them have to be effective. And I just don't trust Michael Porter Jr. and Murray with their efficiency all the time. You know, in the playoffs they were fine, obviously. Well Murray was just going crazy. He was he was yeah. just different. I don't I really don't know what it was. He was he's never been that good. <laughs> like he's just crazy in the playoffs. I think now he's just settling back into reality now. But um yeah, for the for the Clippers, nah, Batum Batum really is just perfect out there, man. Cause he's just one of he's he's like he's like what Joe Harris is for the Nets. He just goes out there and he just doesn't ruin anything. He passes the ball when it needs to be passed. He can he can hit a wide open three because they're gonna leave him open because you gotta worry about Paul George, Kawhi, and even Beverly can shoot. And especially with Serge now, Serge is such Serge is such a problem, bro. Because yeah. Serge can really score whenever, whenever he wants to. He'll get you, he'll only score like fifteen, but they'll be the biggest fifteen of the game. <laughs> Believe that. I'm gonna go a step further. By the way, the only player who played uh, major minutes and had a uh, a negative plus minus was Reggie Jackson again for the Clippers. Of course, so, yeah. Watch. So he he didn't play as safe. terribly. He just shot two for six, but he didn't have any turnovers and he had three assists. Five points. So I'm, um, I'm, you know, that's our Reggie Jackson watch of the day, man. You know, so we're gonna do it. We're gonna do this every. We're gonna do this every time to, they play. I mean, I don't know, man. It just depends. But I'm watching. I'm like, all right, he might ruin it, but he didn't. And the reason was because they know Luke Kennard is the one who has to have the ball. Luke or Lou. Lou obviously can have the ball in his hands. Be fine. Like Lou. Lou's kind of taking a step back this year. He's, he's, he's not. He's not. He doesn't look like six man Lou. Looks like just chilling Lou. I mean, yeah. he's out here with eight, three assists, you know, one turnover, only shot the ball seven times. 
There are times where I want him to shoot it more, but I see what's going on. And it's just that they know, you know? They know they know that these these new guys just know how to play. So now they all trust in their roles and that they're eventually going to get the ball. I think Marcus Morris just got to come off the bench. I don't think they can take Batum out. You, you look at yeah. it, Batum played the second most minutes. He's literally vital to everything they do because – 13 and 10 and 4 yep. and a block and a steal. Like, yeah, he's just doing, doing it all. doing everything. He really was. Bro, he was guarding Murray for a large part of the end of the fourth quarter. They said well, no Portland, Paul George. They I mean, they said it's no. Portland Batum, bro. Yeah, it was because he's in a spot where all he has to do is play smart. And it's perfect. Yeah. And he's running the offense as well. And, and down the stretch, it was so interesting. Um, You know, with no Kawhi out there, Paul George had it. And he actually was giving it to Ibaka. And Ibaka's just running everything. I was yeah. like, like, he was just like, all right, it's either Baca three, which he was two for two. He's going to, or he's going to pump fake and get right to the basket because you, or he's going to give it right back to Paul George. And I was just like, I don't know what you do because Baca's not going to fuck up either. So now you got, they're like, Batum really the point guard out there. It's crazy. Well, he, really? He, he, he just. Can- Canard being Canard being this nice is just like that's really what it is, bro. Cause like yep. it's surprising me. I had no idea. I had no I clue either. whatsoever that this dude. I thought all he did was shoot. I thought he was just gonna be another another Shamit. Yep. They must have seen. So they must have seen something. <laughs> they must have seen something when he was in Detroit that we were missing because it's Detroit. And we were watching them games. Yeah. But he got. But they found something with him. Yeah, because he's just not – though. it's basketball so simple, man. You got your stars, and everyone else just needs to be not dumb and unselfish. Yeah. And when you make that commitment to just be not stupid, it even makes the stars be not dumb. And here's an example. I'm a, a perfect example right now. Byliner was 10 of 26 in the, in the in, uh, against Lakers. This game, 8 of 14. Paul George, 8 of 14. They were destroying the Nuggets for most of the game. You know, I mean, the Nuggets had that little run at the end because Jamal Murray all of a sudden started shooting. But the, the Clippers yeah. shot 55% from the field and 50% from three. They Dang. weren't missing. It was, I was like, wow, dude, these guys aren't going to miss out here. It was crazy. It was just like, oh, and they had 41 made baskets on 32 assists. They all passed now. This looks like a complete – and it is, obviously. This looks like a team that can contend for Lakers. I'll, I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. I, we both have Lakers, Nets in the finals. I think the Clippers are the third best team. So I think the Lakers are going to have to work a little harder than Nets. And they could even lose that game. I just don't see. By the way, I, th- I think the five best teams in the NBA won last night or yesterday. Um, well, you think that you think those are the five best? Yep. I mean, I just don't think that. I mean, the Sixers are up there. That's like it. Are y'all? I they're like sixth or fifth. Really depends on the box. <laughs> My only. Or Boston. Uh, I know Boston just got smoked I, I Brooklyn, know. but are they not better than y'all? Uh, They've proven that they're kind of better than y'all. I got seen this year. Unless, yeah, unless, unless Shake, unless Shake is just this, <laughs> unless this is just who Shake is, man. Boston's still better than y'all, in my opinion. And I'm like I was telling I was telling you yesterday, I'm I'm really curious 
I think I think do y'all play the um the Nets before the trade deadline? I think that's all you need to see before you decide whether you want to trade for Harden or not. I think if Ben can neutralize Durant enough, and if Matisse or and or Shake, I know Matisse don't play because he can't score, but yeah. like if y'all throw Matisse in there or even Shake is good enough on defense against uh, Kyrie, then like. Y'all don't need to trade for Harden, but I think if y'all just get smoked and Ben can't do anything against Durant, bro, y'all might as well just say fuck it <laughs> and go for it. I really think like that. I really think that's that's the game where y'all decide do we need Harden or not. There's no other team that like y'all need to learn anything about. Y'all already know where y'all stand against every other team. It's really just Brooklyn. If Ben can semi guard Durant. And like shake and semi guard Kyrie, then I think y'all be fine. But if not, y'all might as well just ship them out for Harden, because they're because they're gonna ask for Ben and Shake. There's no way they're not gonna ask for both of them. This is what we call going on a tangent. I'm not gonna answer any of that. I'm just gonna, <laughs> we're just worried about the Knicks, man. Next next team up, man. Okay. Anyway, Dom, who do you have as what's your Game of the night and player of the night before you wrap it up. Let's see. So, game of the night would have to be, I would say Miami, New Orleans is the only one that was really kind of a game. I know Denver kind of fought back. I didn't watch the game fully, so I can't really. But, you know, I would say New Orleans and Miami would definitely be my game of the night just because that really could have went any other anyway until – the fourth quarter, and it's the only one where we kind of were like, eh, we don't know who will win. Player of the night, Kyrie. Kyrie yeah, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go Clippers Nuggets only because I'm learning a lot about the Clippers, man. Yeah. They're buying into each other. Um, And, yeah, Kyrie was definitely player of the, player of the day, without question, man. It was either Kyrie or Durant. <laughs> one, of yeah, one of those two. And that's how – I think that's – I think every time they play – is gonna every night is gonna be one of them, honestly. At this point, at this point, at this point, man, they really might one of them really might fight for it. <laughs> like we we kind of wrote them off just because they're older, and I think we just want to see a younger player win it. But one of them really might go might might win it. LeBron was second. Le, LeBron was LeBron was second last year with AD right there. So we know that, you know, having a candidate, which you don't really matter too much at this point. So one of them could win it. And odds are it would be Durant if before Kyrie, but one of them really could win it. Kyrie keeps scoring 30. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to come out here and just not miss. Um, yeah. He yeah, man. All them pull-up threes, man. It's crazy. He don't miss none of them. Yeah, it really doesn't. It's it's stupid. I'm like, dude, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is what he was doing in Boston though, before he started hating everybody. <laughs> like, remember when they were on that like 17 win streak? Like, Kyrie was going insane. Yeah, That's I was like, Kyrie run. about to win MVP. I remember that. Because he he yeah. beat some team by himself. I was like, what the hell is this? It was because the other people didn't know how good they were yet. Tatum, Tatum and Brown didn't know how good they were yet. 
it just took all it took was him getting hurt in the playoffs, and then they realized they're better than this. And Kyrie was like, "Yo, chill, I'm the best player." <laughs> yep. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening to our Christmas Day review. Um, next up, we're gonna record, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we're gonna go over um, some of the games happening on this basketball Saturday. Um, but we really appreciate you guys listening, man. Our listeners keep going up. It's love right there. Um, you know, just keep keep following the journey, man. And, yep. I'll have some. We're we're still gonna have our our guests and everything come on occasionally when everything settles back and everything. So you know, it's all gonna be fun. It's all gonna be good times. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.